This year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to leave behind the diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real, whole, recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. And all Kind Nut Bars lead with first-ingredient, nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel almond and sea salt and peanut butter dark chocolate. Shut out the noise. Trust your taste buds and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Really? Welcome to Really No Really with Jason Alexander and Peter Tilden. And since you're already listening, hey, why not subscribe? This episode is all about music and America's fastest growing sport, pickleball. Pickleball team owner and a man considered to be one of the best guitarists in the world, Joe Bonamassa, explains why he got into the pickleball mania, why pickleball has a huge problem, why there are so many haters, and why Jason will likely never play the guitar. So let the games begin. Here are Jason Alexander and Peter Tilden. All right, Peter. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, this is uh, this is an exciting thing because this is this. We're going to talk about a thing today that I'm actually involved with. I do it. I do it. And most people wouldn't believe that I would do it, but I do it. Everyone's going, "What the hell are they talking about?" I'll give you a clue. Ready? That annoying sound. Pickleball. It's pickleball. Pickleball which I used to say, not a sport, not a sport, not a sport. Then I played it. And I actually, I'm, I'm really loving it. I like it. And the really, no, really, the really, it's got a problem. It's got a problem. Our really, no, really, because it's become everywhere. People are playing pickleball everywhere. And the New York times had a headline recently that says it's causing shattered nerves and sleepless nights. Pickleball noise is driving everyone everywhere. Crazy absolutely insane and it, it's grown over almost 40 percent in the last two years and it's it's noise pollution uh, and it's causing frayed nerves and unneighborly clashes everywhere calls to the police lawsuits because it's this pop 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 coming from the pickleball courts the tennis players are, are fighting with it's like the jets and the sharks the tennis players, tennis players, and the pickleball players are having rumbles out on the court and they say that even from a hundred feet away the sound of that ball is like 70 decibels. That's loud. That's like that's like vacuum cleaner under your bed kind of noise. Um, there is an, actually an organization. The sounds were dissected last month 
at at the noise con. We got to have Peter, these people on. That there's the a noise con, the annual conference of North American noise control professionals. <laughs> Their opening night session <laughs> featured pickleball. What a party that noise. is! Hey, keep it down right? in there. Keep it down people in there. People are actually Google mapping new houses to make sure that they're nowhere near a pickleball court because they know that it's going to be a thing. And, and and so we wanted to. I I just wanted to have someone who really is an aficionado on the game, who really knows what's going on and get the inside scoop. And you found us one of the one Joe of the Joe Bonamassa, one of the best, one of the best guitars, living guitars, or possibly the best, according to Brad Paisley. Yeah. Is a team owner. We know why, probably, but we'll find out from him because this guy knows pickleball. This guy probably knows pickleball, but also it looks like a smart investment because you can put four pickleball courts in tennis court. Was. But it's it's going professional. The purses are bigger. It's getting a lot of attention. I haven't watched one on TV Olympics. yet. I can't imagine that's exciting. I have stuff. seen part of it on TV. It's not my thing. It's I haven't really like, yeah. watched. But Joe Bonamassa, if you don't know him, the preeminent blues guitarist, I've watched so much of your playing. And as I said, Brad Paisley called you the number one guitarist in the world. So welcome to the show. Yeah. And you're a team owner, pickleball yeah. team uh, yeah. owner. So, uh, thank so you. Joe, why do they call it pickleball? How did it get the name pickleball? Apparently, pickleball got its name from a dog. Yeah, well, I've heard that's, that. That was one. The there are several. There's, uh, there's se several uh, theories about a dog named Pickles. That a dog was named Pickles. Yeah, a dog named Pickles. I've heard that. Go ahead. There's that some others. That that was one uh, theory. Pickleball was created in Washington. For people that don't know, a bunch of uh, friends playing a game uh, in 1965 on a badminton court. A guy named Pritchard. His wife witnessed her husband uh, and his friends, and the kids were sitting it up. And she she said the game reminded her of a pickle boat. So that's how used it in rowing or crew, and so that's one theory about how it how it got its name, Peter. And then I think another one was that you're in a pickle if you missed the. Well, there's the dog story, as as uh, Joe was saying. There's the dog story, and then there was a, yet another one that it's the in a pickle uh, story. Uh, guy surrounding a guy named Bill Bell, and they mentioned that that Bell hit the ball with such precision that his opponents felt like they were in a tough spot, aka in a, in pickle. a pickle. All right, so now you got the third. There you go, Joe. Yeah. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yes. Or, 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 none, or, or nowhere near. <laughs> or none at all. Or not at all. <laughs> I got brought into this world. Uh -huh. um, I, honestly, I got brought into this, er, this world by my friend Steve Bellamy, who founded the Tennis Channel. And I became fast friends with him because we're both guitar collectors. And he was explaining to me about this 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 phenomenon called pickleball. I just thought it had kind of a weird name. Yeah. And and he goes, it's 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 rapidly exploding across the country. And about a year ago, maybe a little little more, they, they were franchising uh, the sport, and they were they were they were doing a league, and there was an opportunity to invest in the Chicago Slice. And he was like, I'm going to put put together a team, and if you want in, and I said, you know, I'm just going to do it like this. I'm like, I don't know. You know about pickleball and 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 the the economics of it, but what I, I I do know that people respond to enthusiasm, and the people who are into pickleball really 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 love pickleball. And what I've what I've come to find out by having conversations with other pickleball people is that it makes the sport of tennis, which to some people is kind of unobtainable at a certain right. age, more obtainable. Sure, you know because it's smaller. But you're still getting the, the cardio. You're still getting the workouts. And, you know, you start doing a deep dive in all this. And, you know, our team is is owned by some pretty insane people. You know, Chris Everett being one of them, Heidi Klum, 
Ron Saslow, I mean, like, you know, uh, Doug Allen. And, you know, I just kind of got involved because I thought that it was going to be something that, that could really, really scale. Now, the noise ordinance part of the, the you know, I, I kind of chuckle when, when, when people go, it's too noisy and stuff. Like, I, I've been told to turn down my entire life. So this is a perfect business for me, yeah, you know? Okay. Turn the guitar down. Sure. Turn the paddles down. Yeah, I, 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 I and by the way, involved. speaking of passion for collecting, I should mention I don't know if this is the number because it probably goes up because you're insane with collecting. Is it 500 amps and 500 guitars in your house? Because I can visualize a room with 10 guitars in it. You can hardly walk. The the, the thing is, is the the I have three places. I've been lucky enough to to afford, and I, I I'm not married, and you can see crazy signs and guitars on the walls. They're more like branded theme parks than then, you know, people who come to my house in Laurel Canyon, they, they, they go, clearly you're not married. Clearly you're a hoarder, but you're organized. So it, it's, it's well displayed, but there are, there are about 1,100 guitars and amps, you know, but I've been doing this so, 35 years. I'm, but 1,100 is, there's an, that's, that's, there's an illness there. You realize that, that there's an illness. You don't need 1,100 of anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, no, as long I, as, I can only play one at a time. Exactly. Well, and there you go. So. Yeah. So, and, and you know, when you drop dead, if you're not married and kids, where's it going? Uh, I, I, my niece and nephew are going to Okay. Quite, quite a, are they, boy, I would be calling every day to see how he's doing. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, it, it, I always, I, I actually put it in my will that if my niece and nephew, oh. whatever they want with it, they can sell it, they can keep it. But, but if somebody comes in and gets too good a deal, I will haunt them from beyond the grave. I'll keep it in my, wow. from beyond the grave and I'll just come in and poltergeist their house that's unbelievable you're very good are you, are you building up to to asking for one of them are you, is that what i would never i don't i don't i don't ask you want me to i ask don't ask but you must have out of 1100 guitars oh yeah you must have i know you have like a 64 and a 53 and a thing that's a favorite what's your favorite and what's it is it worth a fortune they are worth some of them are worth a fortune there are some of them are worth as you know houses <laughs> and you know they're there you know as a collector, you start getting into the verticals, which is crazy. You know, I mean, when I, when I see Jerry Seinfeld's show with the cars, you know, he's, he's got the, he's got that look with the Porsche. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's, it's like, what's your favorite Porsche or what's your favorite guitar? It's the one I got today. And, and what's your favorite one tomorrow is the one I'm going to buy. So it's the rush. It's and, the rush. You know, one of the things about collecting is either you get it or you don't, you know, because it's like, it's like, well, why, why do you, if you, you have to ask the question, why you don't get it. <laughs> it's just, you're, you're, you're one of them, you know, you're one of us be like, why not? So Joe, do you play pickleball yourself? <laughs> Are you a player as well as a, an owner? Yeah. I've, I've not played the game. Um, uh -huh. I'm not a very athletic person. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm very awkward athletically. And I was like, this isn't for me. But you. You as a kid, people may not know this. You were a prodigy. You opened for B.B. King when you were what? Like 12. Weren't you on TV at eight or five or four or three or as an embryo playing guitar? I was a showbiz kid. Um, before, the, like, before Instagram and, and social media, yeah. like, I, was, I was playing gigs in upstate New York. And I was you know, getting a bit of an – because every time you would come to a town – the local newspaper would say, hey, you know, there's an 11-year-old kid playing blues guitar. So we would draw a decent crowd just out of 
curiosity seekers and we were building our name slowly. And once it kind of got out nationally that there was this like pudgy white kid from Utica <laughs> uh, playing blues, it, we would get we were getting calls. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles, 1989, and I, I'm on. Uh, do you remember the show on ABC? It was called Into the Night with Rick Dees. Yes, yes, you yes. Remember yes, that? Sure. It was maybe like three or four years he was on, and you know I was part of a a, a, a skit on there where they were they were randomly you know all of a sudden one one of the house band which was billy vera and the beaters um the, the guitar player didn't show up and they said oh my god we're so desperate for a guitar player the show can't go on who plays guitar and of course 11 year old joe bonamassa raised oh. and, and i happen to get picked and i go up there and i you know play and the the audience goes crazy <laughs> and you know next thing you know i'm on the mickey mouse club and wow, you know, and then ABC, ABC television, national television, NBC television. And it, it was just a wild thing for a middle class family in upstate New York to go through. That is amazing. So, Joe, you know, there are two there are two governing pickleball organizations. <laughs> there's the uh, yes. International Federation of Pickleball, the IFP, right. and there's the World Pickleball Federation, the WPF. And apparently they're feuding. And I just wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit about the nature of that feud. And do you come down on one side of the, the argument or the other? I don't know what they're feuding about. Uh -huh. um, don't I, you go to the owner's meetings? No, I, I get on the owner's email. Okay. I'm, I'm a minority owner. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Right. The, the guy who owns the Cubs actually has the final oh, say. Okay, you okay. Know? <laughs> he, he, put, he cut the biggest check. You know? So you don't know why they're feuding? I don't know. It affects your money, and, though. And, and well, you can speak. You know, anytime. Here's the thing. Anytime something scales and there's money involved, there's going to be a feud. Sure. And and the thing is, it's like it, it, the sport is at a, a at a critical you know period where where you know it's starting to become. I'm like I looking at videos today. Um, you know, ESPN's covering it. You know, online, but it's you know it's not exactly Sports Center front page, but it's like it's on everybody's radar. And, yeah, and that's the, why I thought it'd be good to do an episode about <laughs> it. I thought that would be. Uh, hey, but Joe, you know yeah. what I want to remind you? The advice you got from BB King was keep doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. don't change for anyone, and watch your money. Watch your money. Watch your money. It's, so just that's good for anybody. It is good Whether for anybody. Whether you're in the pizza business or pickleball. 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 Oh, yeah. You got any other questions on pickleball for Joe? Yeah. Um, there, apparently, there's a push to make it an Olympic sport. Uh, Joe, any thoughts about that, or why it why it wouldn't qualify at this point for the Olympics? I don't I don't see why it wouldn't qualify. It's a it's a legitimate sport, you know. Is it um, though? I guess is that's a question. Is it a sport you or a play, hobby? Jason? Yeah, Jason, I do. Which, which is makes why it a I hobby. Think it's probably not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if you don't, I, you don't have to throw hardcore figures out. But is it an expensive thing to become an owner of a pickleball team? Well, early on, it wasn't. You know, mm. when they were putting the leagues together, because yeah. we, we are consortium of owners sure. you know so there's there's a there's a tier percentage right you know and then then there was an opportunity for people like me to get involved that at a lower percentage at a low obviously a low, lower cost but it's it's at first it wasn't it, it wasn't prohibitively expensive right um it was just it was just a it's something that's like going is it would a league work you know because to your point it, it's like should it be olympic sport well i would imagine most people play pickleball at this point for exercise yeah something to do right. after work 
and and then there's the people who play com- competitively, and they're starting to become some real money in it, like 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 endorsements and paddles, and and you know it's going to be like anything else. There's going to be you know a Roscoe Bellamy signature paddle some down the line. There's going to just like there is a Chris Everett you sure. know signature. Racket, and when you, you know and when you mean? say you have it t- like you have the Chicago Slice, so at most four people play at a time on a game. So how many people are on a team? I don't know how many people we But have. you're an owner. I should be. You're, 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 I know, but I don't know. Darn. I let the manager. All right. Okay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. This year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real, whole, recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. Dark chocolate cherry cashew is my favorite go-to snack anytime, anywhere. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So, Joe, you also eat, again, when I do research, you eat at Baroni's and you found a guitar there. Let's fall let's at Baroni's. Right, Even at a restaurant, a you had to buy, what do they in, have? Uh, in, in the Valley, and I found a, I found a Holy Grail guitar, a, a luthier named David Neely, who's on Sunset Boulevard, took in this guitar, and it was painted red. And I was looking at it, and I go, this looks like a 59 Sunburst Les Paul to me, but disguised because somebody painted over it. And I ended up making an offer to the guy who wanted to get it restored because he painted it in 1967. He took the offer, and I took the paint off of it, and I found one of the flamiest 59. It's like a Stradivarius of 
electric guitars. And I call it Lazarus because it kind of rose from the dead. And that all happened at Baroni's, surrounded by other guitar experts who were telling me I was out of my mind. <laughs> and this is a quarter of a million dollar guitar about, yes. right? Yeah. Well, Amazing. Let me ask a question about that because you have so many of them, Joe. And I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm, to, let me switch into your world seriously for mm-hmm. a minute. I, 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 I've tried to teach myself guitar many times. I have failed miserably. I have very small hands, very short fingers. Yes, I find child hands. It's, it's very hard for me to get basic fingerings. And, but, right. but I also, I taught myself keyboard uh, because it was a very logical instrument. I really don't understand the layout of the guitar. I don't understand why it's strung the way it's strung. I don't understand the yeah. fretboard. But you have so many guitars. The pedestrian question that I think people like me would ask is, are they really that different? Especially when you get into the world of electric guitars. I understand yeah. an acoustic guitar, different woods, slightly different shapes and sizes will make different sounds. But it different, seems yeah. like on an electric guitar, the string is the string. And what makes an electric guitar different from any other electric guitar? I saw, I, I, I can explain this. Is the, for the player, like you can give me a $200 guitar and a $200,000 guitar blindfold, you'd be like, it sounds the same. Right. What you, what you get from a, an old guitar, a classic, um, is an extra 5% in, in the build quality, the wood's older, the resonance is better, and you do hear it, but it's, an, it's subtle, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, I tour with the expensive stuff because it's part of the show. I know, like, I'm, thousands of guitar geeks show up every night, and I know they <laughs> want to see real stuff. Right. So I bring it. But I know if I played a $200 guitar and, you know, because I think people sometimes hear with their eyes, you know, it's like, it's, it's like if I play a $200 guitar and I have my, like, turned around and be like, oh, it's just, he must have one of his 59s. No, I got this $200. And what makes guitars special is the fact that they're all different. Like, you can play a very expensive guitar that absolutely does nothing. And then the one that was built the same day is the one that's the magic. And, you know, Gibson or Fender, they didn't really have a process where they didn't have like their best craftsmen. They just, they had orders. So like build this, build that, build an amp, send it out, leave on Friday, start yeah. on Monday. And it was a happy accident. Like I have three of the original Flying Vs. I own about 3% of the original run of Flying V guitars. The reason why they're so damn valuable is because they only built less than a hundred because it was a flop. Nobody wanted this odd shaped guitar for two hundred and seventy nine dollars in nineteen fifty eight, and it would be a hard sell as a kid to go, "Hey, Dad, can you buy me this really wacky looking guitar that you can't even sit down and play?" They're not. That wasn't so. It, the happy accidents along the line create the demand, and also the people that used them, like the the sunburst less policy you're talking about jimmy page you're talking about Dwayne allman you're talking about billy gibbons a lot of classic guitar sounds were made with that particular instrument everybody just went why and they've been collectible since the 70s mm-hmm. it, it just gives a, a I, I buy stories i don't buy, i was just gonna say it's a story yeah, I, 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 I don't I, I don't buy you know my favorite kind of guitars is like i get a, I get a picture of an old guy in a hat in black yeah. and white playing it back in the day and it's like that's the story and, and you're so rather than give this to your niece and nephew mm-hmm. why don't, why don't they, it to you why don't, why don't you curate why, <laughs> well, that. but why don't you curate it then that's important why not curate some museum so it's so that that those artifacts don't go away and people appreciate it just the way you describe it yeah i mean 
there's a lot. I mean, there's uh, there's a couple of museums. There's one here in Nashville. There was one in Chattanooga. Really, really complete stuff. The Met did a huge display. A lot of it was celebrity owned stuff. And like the reason why I don't collect celebrity guitars is I played a lot of them. I played a Hendrix guitar. I played Albert King's Flying V. And the weirdest thing happened. I sound nothing like Jimi Hendrix. I sound nothing like Albert King. I'm like, it does, it's, 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 still it's you. these. It's, it's you. These. Exactly. Exactly. That's where the sound is. And, you know, I mean, the whole thing is, it's, it's, it's just a fun hobby for me that that's spiraled out of control. And <laughs> I've been, I've been lucky enough that I get to use these in my, my day job. Now it's, it's, it's I love that you show up to the gigs because the geeks, the geeks, he's playing the the '68 Strat. You know, yeah. it's it's that. That's Joe, wonderful. Did you learn? <laughs> did Did you pick up the thing and teach yourself to play, or did you study this instrument? I mostly self taught. Yeah. Um, I took some formal lessons when I was a kid, but I had like back in the '80s, attention deficit disorder isn't wasn't a thing. Uh-huh. It was like you're just you're just scattered and all. I had a one. I had a one track mind. I wanted uh-huh. to play Stevie Ray Vaughan, Albert King, Jimi Hendrix, Robin Trower, Eric Clapton. Wow. Okay. I was not interested in Mel Bay book one or two. I just wanted to put records on and jam along. And so I would along. just kind of, I just would just kind of play. But what I did realize quickly right around by, by the time I was 10, 11, when I did my first shows, that being a shy, introverted person, having that ability to take a guitar and play for people it it was a, it was as much a shield as it was a weapon are you able to hear music in your head and just have it come out your hands yeah pretty much i can i'm an ear player yeah i could i can hear it and kind of guess where it is on the, the fingerboard i've been trying to figure out the bass now for about two years mm-hmm. and i'm starting to understand it a little bit but but to me the fantasy of the bass in particular because I do great bass lines. When I put on the radio and I start singing a bass line of my own choosing, right. I'm, I'm spectacular. Yeah. To be able to have that in my head and, and just have it come out my hands, to me seems like I might as well try and fly to Mars. I, it just, I, I don't know how to translate the instrument into my brain and my, my being in that way. That, you know, I'm just, I marvel at it. If you, if you, if you do it enough, it, it, it becomes easier. Really? It's like, okay, well, this is where it's at, you know, and it's a lot of trial and error. I mean, everybody, I mean, like nobody, there's not a single person from Eddie Van Halen to whoever that, that honestly, um, hasn't made a mistake yeah. horribly, you know, like horribly bitted on stage, like just complete, you know, I, I read the, the, the guy from the Jonas brothers had to go into therapy because he clammed really hard on the Grammys or some award show <laughs> and he doesn't know me, but uh, like I, I, people were like piling on as they do on the internet. And I, I defended him. I said, listen, there's not a single person of any skill level that hasn't gone out there and bombed. If you're a comedian yeah. made a, a glaring mistake, just completely out of key. I don't know what I was thinking. Complete train wreck. The difference is everything now is filmed. Yeah. yeah, and everything everything goes immediately on the line on, online, and yeah. every single note of music that you you do, or every joke you tell, or every or every scene you're in, or whatever, is immediately judged against your entire body of work. We're recording this show on October fifth, twenty twenty three. You got a new album coming out, 
right? Today. Yeah. yeah, today. And people can find it where? What's it called and where can we find it? It's called Blues Deluxe Volume 2. And it's a, it's a 20th anniversary version of a record that saved my career. We did Blues Deluxe in 2003 when I got dropped from Sony. I was unsignable. Nobody wanted it. It was over. Just 25 years old going, all right, well, it's, it's, it's 72nd subway station busking and maybe, <laughs> and, and maybe backing up someone who's more fortunate. Yeah. And we did this record in seven days. My manager and I put in $10,000. Everybody, we went all in. It was like, it was, it was like, you know, 35 black, the roulette tape, right? And spun the wheel and then it hit 35 black. Wow. And so when the 20th anniversary came up, I was like, well, the heart, you know, like the, the, the tapes and everything that we recorded 20 years ago, the hard drives, you can't, you can't, they're all shot. So couldn't remix it, couldn't do anything. There was no bonus tracks. So I said, screw it. We'll just, we'll just do a, 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 another volume, another version, you know, yeah. new songs. And we recorded it last year for the 20th anniversary. It's out today. Wow. Look at that. From that, from that, Joe, well, from you know, that moment saving to being the owner I was gonna say, of, you the know who slice, else is fortunate? of the slice. I'm going to tell you who else is fortunate and see if you know what they have in common. Mark Cuban, Draymond Green, Tom Brady, Ava Longoria, Chris Everett, Dirks Bentley, Michael Phelps, Heidi Klum, Kevin Durant, Rich Paul, and Anheuser-Busch. All have a crap load fortunate. of money. Oh, and own a pickleball team. They own pickleball teams! As does Joe, like Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa. He never dreamed as a child when he was playing guitar at age four that one and day... And you know what? I am so happy. We, we, I don't think we left a stone unturned when it comes to pickleball today. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. because I think if there's a, 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 if you're listening right now and you're Look, interested I'm, in pickleball, I'm putting away my papers. I think the source, the, we found the source. We went to the Round guys. zero pickleball is Joe right? Bonamassa. Yeah. Yeah. God bless us. And if I know Joe, by the way, if we've learned anything from him, yeah. when he gets off today, he's going to say, that's never going to happen to me again. I'm going to become, I'm going to spend hours and days, forget playing guitar. Right. I'm going to learn everything, everything I didn't know pickleball. about pickleball. Everything. Is that everything. Am I correct about that, Joe? We're canceling the tour. So you can study pickleball. And, and I'm going to study pickleball. I'm Good going to become you. a professional pickleball player. Wow. God bless. I'm going to try out for my own team. Joe, it was a pleasure, man. Check him Thank out. You, I had such a joy preparing for this and watching you play and yes, watching you play. Hopefully, my guitar knowledge made up for my lack of pickleball. No, you did great. The pickleball, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had anybody on rather than you for pickleball. Thank so you thank very you. much, guys. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. They can feel noisy and overwhelming. 
This year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real, whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. Dark chocolate, nuts, and sea salt is my favorite go-to snack anytime, anywhere. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Well, well, I know boy. that was, I mean, if I had any questions about pickleball, I'm its over, origins, how the game is played, I'm overwhelmed with the professional knowledge. world of yep, pickleball, yep. There's, we left no stone unturned. I always get the right guy, don't I? You do. It's amazing. It is amazing. I can hone in on it. Tell, tell the truth. When you found out that Joe Bonamassa, so here's you, what happened. You, here's look, a, at, here's you look at him the way I would look at Olivier. And you no, no, saw no, no. that, so, and that he is had, had anything that starts with a P in his resume, and you went good enough. What I'm, happens, I'm grabbing him, and I'm going to have him on the show. What happens is, when we do the show, we're pulling back the uh, the curtain, the curtain, the curtain yes, a little bit. We can afford a curtain. We actually have we a don't blind, have a like we're blind. We have a curtain. sound curtain to keep the other thing that's filming <laughs> quiet. You know. So Laurie's amazing. We we always talk about issues and then try and find the best guys. And you right. always say to me, which it makes me really happy. Hey, I can't believe the defect guy's the best in the world. Right, yes, this right. guy's the best in the world. Whatever. Right. So I said to Laurie, we want one of the guys from the feuding pickleball leagues. Yes. That ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't no, happening. Um, and then there's some other the notables in the pickleball world. Yeah. No. So I said, let's go for. I can't let's believe go. that. A, like a person who's just a professional pickleball player said i'm not gonna you know lower myself well we also I have a reputation <laughs> we also don't just want a, a pickleball players like yeah my backhand is so you got to think of where you're going sure so i said let's get an owner yeah so i know dirk bentley for a long time yeah he said no yeah so mark and, cuban make a call i don't have his number no so anyway so Heidi Klum? so we're Laurie working says, at howie's studio for god's sake we should be able to get to Heidi Klum. laurie says you know what we got joe bonamassa and i went that's terrific. And then I said to you when we were preparing, he may know nothing. <laughs> I'm going to peel the curtain back even further. Peter sends me, days before we do these, he sends me lists with links of information and things, background on our subject, on our guest, controversy, areas we can go to. And he sent me three pages of links to Joe Bonamassa. Nothing to do with pickleball. <laughs> By the way, Absolutely to tell you the truth, when I was researching, you know why that is? I couldn't find him. Couldn't, couldn't find it. <laughs> so I said to you, this could be a unique pickleball interview. Um, but you know what? What a joy he was, and what a good sport, a good too. What a good sport. Yeah. yeah, good guy. David Guggenheim, what do you got? David. Major League Pickleball. How do you play it? Uh, who's on it? How many, you know, uh, participants? So it's uh, a co ed teams of four, okay? So two men. 
two women. When they're competing on the court, game one, women's doubles, game two, men's doubles, and then game three, mixed doubles. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, pickleball, we talked a lot about the name. You gave some of the some of Theories, the uh, yeah, the genealogy right. there. So it's generally it's, there's no definitive answer, but generally the consensus is the pickles the dog story. Yeah, is the one is is not no is oh. not correct. Yeah, wow. the girl who owned pickles said no pickles came later and was named after the game, and oh. a lot of people were saying that they. The dog story originated because, and Jason, I think you would you would uh, uh, believe this. It's very difficult to explain the other uh, genesis, yes, right? It's, absolutely. It's boats. Yeah. And pickle boat. A pickle boat. And what is what this? The hell? And yeah. there's something. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not even going to get into it. I was reading a lot. It's, it's it's like if if you know boats, if you know what a pickle boat is. I thought it was named because it, the game was created by old Jews. That's honestly what I thought it was. The first I heard of pickleball was being played in Florida. Like in the retirement communities in Florida, and I thought, oh, all Jews, they uh, pickle. It looks like it's a pickle. I uh, that's what I really thought. I'm yeah. in a pickle. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a- not in a. I'm not in a pickle. It's a, a deli pickle. related. It's like a. I thought it was deli related. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> so why wasn't it called latke ball or, or crowd ball? Or we crowd know why ball. it's not called crowd ball. Yeah. That would have been very offensive, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and also yeah, the negative. Yeah, all right, or matzo ball. Matzo ball. Yeah, that that's what it would have been. Should have been hard. Yeah. You had mentioned <laughs> that uh, that pickleball has been talked about as becoming an Olympic Olympics. sport, yeah, and, yeah. and many people are saying by 2030, they because of the popularity here in the United States and the growing popularity around the world, it could in fact become an Olympic sport. Well, I wanted to throw at you some because that's sort of the pinnacle of any sport, right? It's the Olympics, yes, sure. yes, 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 yes. On the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So I want to throw some at you, uh, some historical Olympic sports. Yeah. Were they or were they not okay. uh, in the Olympics? Let's do it. Okay. okay. Number one, tug of war. Yes. No. Ink agrees, I bet. No. Tug of war was actually one of the original sports there back in, in, in oh, there. Oh, you're talking and, back it, in the olden days. Well, Back in the way, way older days, it was, well, I do have dates. It was actually resurrected from 1900 to 1920. Okay, keep moving, keep oh, moving, because right. Laurie's going to stab me in the neck if you don't wrap right. this yes. up. So go ahead. She has a face. Yeah, she has a face. <laughs> pole archery. Pole, pole archery? archery. Wait, what's pole archery? Yeah. What does that pole mean? Pole archery. The sport involves hanging a bird-shaped targets from the top of a pole and firing arrows. Yes. Out. Sure. Sure. Yes. Yes. Of 1920. Course. That was in the uh, in the uh, uh, the Olympic sports. Of course. Uh, bird stoning. Bird stoning. No. No. Not a no. Couldn't be. Almost got in, but didn't. Right. That is a completely made up sport. There you go. But but in the 1900 Olympic Games in Paris, there was an event called live pigeon shooting, where over 300 pigeons were killed. <laughs> oh my god. All right, uh, steeplechase, steeplechase. Yes, yes of, course, that's of course, of course, for sure. Okay, yes, it is. Yes, yeah. motor racing, motor no. racing. No, that's an extreme sport. Uh, Nineteen hundred in that Paris. That was a weird Paris Games because they had the World's Fair in Paris uh, mm. that year as well. So there's some strange things. Okay, a couple more for you. Pistol dueling. No, Pistol no, dueling. no, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, Nineteen oh eight. Oh boy. 
competitors donning protective clothing and firing wax bullets at one another at distances of 20 and 30. I would, okay, I would well, see that, that now. Perfectly perfectly bring that back. That, that I, I like. Watch. That I like. Well, I don't yeah. like hurting the yeah. birds, but two idiots shooting at each other. <laughs> no, get, by the way, how do you, what is your son doing? He's it's, in the you Olympics. Know what it is. It's paintball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's paintball. All right. That's All right. Two, they're too good. They're too good. Hacky sack. Hacky sack. No. 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 You're correct. That is false. Last one I'm going to throw at you. Solo synchronized swimming. Solo, solo synchronized, synchronized swimming? Well, can't be synchronized if it's solo. Solo synchronized It's not synchronized. Swimming. But just by the, by the fact that it's synchronized, who are you synchronizing with? It can't be. Or maybe it's the music. Do yes. You, yes. Maybe yes. I'm going to abstain so that I can't be wrong. Solo say yes. I would say <laughs> yes. It's synchronized to music. Go ahead. From 1984 to 1992. There you go. And how, you ever hear stone the synchronized sport stone, ever? Then there's wow. stone synchronized swimming, which is stone people. <laughs> yeah. Synchronized. They don't have to going, play music. What are you doing? <laughs> they hear music in their head. <laughs> By the way, I thought we were going this way. Back I like the bullets. That thing, the duel, they should the bring dueling, back. Well, that's that, painful. I'm not kidding. I know, that's but, what well, that but is. not two more on standing. <laughs> I love the nine, 10, turn, poof. <laughs> I love that. And by the way, who are you practicing with? Right. How do you practice? You say, hey, I got to go out in the back. Can we right. shoot summer? Yeah. Can we shoot well, that summer? was like the thing I used to do about Australian rules football, which has no rules. How do you? How does a father and son play the game? You take the kid in the back, you kick, kick him, him in the, the nuts, nuts and, and go, say, good game. Spend some time together. Look at that. We spent some time together. Well, thank you, Guggenheim. Gosh, thank you. What, what, Joe Bonamassa. Joe Bonamassa. One of the great pickleball owners. <laughs> and, and historians. Uh, and historians. Yeah. Who's canceling his next door to learn more about pickleball because of us. And hopefully you've learned a little about pickleball yeah. and touring as a guitarist. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. Announcer Noah, take us out. There you go. another episode of Really No Really comes to a close, I know you're wondering, is there a sport that combines volleyball, soccer, gymnastics, and martial arts and is played on an inflatable court utilizing trampolines? Well, yes, of course there is, and I'll tell you about it in a moment. But first, let's thank our guest, Joe Bonamassa. You can follow Joe online at jbonamassa.com, on Instagram at Joe Bonamassa, on YouTube at Joe Bonamassa TV, and on TikTok at Joe Bonamassa Official. And you can find us online at reallyknowreally.com. We're also on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and threads at Really Know Really Podcast. Please check out our full episodes on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and tick that bell so you're updated when we release new videos. And thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing the show. If you enjoy us, it would make a world of difference if you subscribe. We release new episodes of Really Know Really every Tuesday. So make sure to follow us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, what sport combines volleyball, soccer, gymnastics, and martial arts and is played on an inflatable court with trampolines? Well, that sport is bossaball, which can be played volleyball style using hands or soccer style using any other body part. Music is played during the game to create a fun atmosphere and inspire crazy dance and martial arts moves. And the game is already big in much of South America, Europe, and the Middle East. And as soon as I make my first hundred thousand, I'm buying an inflatable bossa ball court. What's that? It won't fit in a studio apartment? Okay. Uh, well, I'll figure something out. Really No Really is a production of iHeartRadio and Blase Entertainment. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. My 18-year-old rescue, Dexter, only eats Lucy Pet Food. Really? Yes, that's because Lucy only uses premium ingredients, and there's 42 essential nutrients packed into every single nugget. Really? Yes. And Lucy Pet Foods are made right here in their own kitchens in the U.S., tested three different times to make sure you're getting the healthiest, safest, and most balanced food for your dog's digestion, energy, coat, gut health, and good solid poops. Dexter has great solid poops. Ah, uh, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Go to LucyPetFood.com and enter the word. Really? And the number 25, and you'll save 20. 25%. Really? 25. That's really 25. Lucy Pet Food is also available at Chewy and Amazon.